many years I was a uh, Luciferian. <clears throat> I practiced magic. I summoned demons. I was uh, I was on the side of Lucifer. I thought God was evil, that Jesus was evil as well, that uh, God created slaves. And uh, I dived into the uh, magic thing and witchcraft at a very young age and started studying it. Let's talk about Ouija boards. Is that is that of the it's occult? Witchcraft, occult. The dead can't talk. You're talking to a demon. Is that also what they call a familiar spirit? A familiar spirit's a demon. They know about your family they know line. About your whole family. What about tarot cards? That's that's witchcraft, the occult. So you're saying objects can actually have <clears throat> demons attached to them? One hundred percent. What about palm readers? That's the occult. That's witchcraft. Witchcraft. What about crystals? That's witchcraft. What about what about uh somebody says, you know, I got a good book here. It's it's just white magic. We we just we speak we, we do good things. We we help people fall in love. We help people you know, people come to us that are sick and we we, we, we say stuff over them and they get well. Yeah, that's a lie. And what is Lucifer? He's a devil. He comes to seek, kill, and destroy. Right. So if you think for any second that anything could be associated with him is good. Then then you're deceived already. You're very deceived. Sage. Sage is, uh, is it witchcraft or is it just some harmless little bag of stuff that people burn? It's witchcraft. I mean, if, if it wasn't, why would they sell it in a witch store? It can be used to summon certain demons slash spirits. You might think for the moment that you have a little bit of power. It might feel like it. But that power is going to come with a price. And at the end of that price, it's going to be hell and damnation and a life that doesn't have any peace. You're not going to have any peace. You're not going to have any joy or freedom. So if I could tell you something, I'd tell you to put down everything you're doing Go find a real man of God, man or woman of God, and talk to him. Cry it out. Ask God to help you. Beg Jesus to come into your heart in the Holy Spirit. And turn 100% away from those things. Come on, come on, yes. Because if you don't, that price you're going to pay lasts forever. Wow. Hey, everybody. We want to welcome you tonight to the KTF Podcast, uh, where we always defend the faith and stand for truth. I'm your host, Pastor Shannon Williams. Uh, not only do we have an awesome, awesome uh, show today, uh, you know, we've got some awesome guests. We have an awesome guest, but we also have, uh, you know, uh, PBJ with us in the house tonight. What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Yeah, yeah. and uh, B. Mizzle's out of town, so he's not here. Uh, but we do have John, our producer, Behind the background, we've got my wife, Nancy, who's here with us in the studio. But uh, the Holy Ghost is here with us, and that's that's the most important thing. So we've already prayed, and we've uh, talked to the Lord, and we are so thankful for our guest that is here with us. Uh, we're happy to introduce James Caldwell to the KTF podcast in the KTF studios. Hey, y'all. How you doing, brother? Pretty good, brother. I'm blessed. Amen. We're glad to have you here in the studio today because what we're going to talk about is, I think truly, it's beneficial for the body of Christ because you've got a testimony of what God's done in your life. Uh, you know, today you're saved, you know, you're forgiven and, and well, and you're on your way to heaven, and you have a relationship with God, but it hadn't always been the case, has it? No, it hasn't. 
why don't why don't we start off today uh, as you kind of telling everybody the the very beginnings of 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 your journey because today we're talking about the occult we're going to talk about listen it's uh october and you see you start to see the movies you start to see the stuff come out uh you know halloween um is just at the end of the month and so a lot of the topics come up all the time about spiritual things witchcraft the occult um all of these things so uh, Brother James, why don't you why don't you start us off and just tell us a little bit about some of that background that God brought you out from? Um, so for many years, I was a uh, Luciferian. <clears throat> I practiced magic. I summoned demons. I was uh, I was on the side of Lucifer. I thought God was evil. That Jesus was evil as well. That uh, God created slaves, and uh, I dived into the uh, magic thing and witchcraft at a very young age and started studying it what how old were you when you started 13 years old 13 years old was that does it cause you were just curious or did somebody help you with that or how did that i had i had an aunt that uh nobody knew what she was except her and her husband and uh so she had this little hidden room and she would never let anybody go in it Mm. and one night they were out in cherokee and i just something popped in my head that was like go in that room oh wow and so i went in that room and it was filled with books like the necronomicon the satanic bible so many uh books about magic and spells and witchcraft and all this stuff and it as soon as i was in that room maybe 10 minutes she called the house she knew she knew i was in that room wow and she, the demons knew and and kind of told on you. No, I mean I imagine that's how it happened because she knew really, really. Quick. That's some wild stuff. And uh, she called and she's like, "Don't tell anybody what you saw in that room. I'll be back tonight, and we're going to have a talk." And when she got back, she was like, "You can't tell anybody about this." Yada yada yada, whatever. And uh, a couple months went by. Maybe it was a couple weeks. And I was talking to her, and I was like, hey, what, what is all that stuff? And that was the beginnings of it. So, so she started to teach you and uh, show you kind of the, <clears throat> how, how things worked? Was she kind of like a, a mentor? Kind of like a mentor, in a sense. She gave me books to read, and uh, I don't think she wanted me getting into it. But she knew I was very curious and that I would either find out from her or somebody else. So she started giving me books to read, and it eventually led from there. I started asking her, well, how do you perform spells? How is this done? How is this done? And so that started you on a journey of basically witchcraft. How long were you involved in that in that world? Up until I got saved in 2019. Oh, wow. So that's a long time. That is a really long time. So there's a lot of things you've been involved in. A lot of things uh, throughout throughout your years. What can you talk to us a little bit about the stuff that you were involved in? Like just maybe go down a list and say, you know, I did this, I did this, I did this. Because a lot of people think um, uh, witchcraft is, you know, um, people that look like witches and they stand over a big cauldron and they, uh, you know, get frogs legs and bugs eyes and they throw it in a pot and cook it up. But witchcraft is all kind of stuff, isn't it? It is. Tell us a little bit about the stuff that you were involved in. Um, so I was in, one of the first things I learned how to do was um, cast spells. 
and astral projection and meditation. Wow. Meditation is a big key to witchcraft, especially astral projection. That's how a lot of the higher up witches and warlocks cast spells on people and destroy them. And that, uh, it starts with meditation. And the way you learn how to do spells is, uh, you know, you you get with somebody that knows all the ingredients it takes. Okay. And it's not, you know, frog legs or bugs. It's mirrors, candles, sage, incense, things that you wouldn't even think. And uh, so words. So you, you basically get these things and you say words, right? Yeah, you say words. So basically spells, spells are words. words. Prayers to God are words, words, and spells are also words. It's just pulling from a different power, a different energy. That's right. That's right. So, uh, would you would you say that um, witchcraft is in exact opposition to Christianity? Exact. A hundred percent. One thousand. There's there's now because a lot of people are are going to be like, but but there's such thing as good witches, right? Definitely not. So you're so there's no such thing as anybody comes up and said I'm a white witch. They're lying to your face. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So so there's it it is all evil. It is all Luciferianism. It's all wicked. And I we were talking earlier about the goals of witchcraft and even the people that are involved in it. What the ultimate goal is destruction and to become gods yourself. That's one of the main goals of a Luciferian is to become a god unto yourself. Wow. That's actually the main goal. Now, we've got... Uh, now, the Bible is very clear about witchcraft. The, the Bible has over 100 scriptures that talk about the occult and witchcraft. And... Uh, I want to read one, and then I think you got a question or two you want to yeah. you want to ask uh, PBJ. And um, so, but I th listen, I think this is going to be probably one of the best informational podcasts that we've ever had. We are talking to a former warlock, uh, somebody who was uh, high. Listen, astral projection—that's where you can actually leave your body and and, fl and fly and travel over areas. And I've heard of stories where people are, you know, they're flying over cities, they're cursing cities, exactly they're 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 casting spells over churches and trying to stop the people and trying to block, you know, blessings over a city. And so, the but but one of the one things that I'll never forget, I heard a, a guy's testimony about how he used to do this. He used to astral project, and he said it was always being a, a place. He would always come across uh, an area where there were churches mm -hmm. and. Uh, they could always tell whether those churches were praying churches or not. You know, it's uh, the, it would always block what he was trying to do because there was spirit-filled people that were praying, and it's, he actually said he was limited on what he could do because he could not overtake that power. You're because very right. He was telling the truth. I've seen it myself, um, and I've met Christians that I've tried to cast spells on, and nothing comes back null and void every time and you can feel that and know that you can immediately feel that energy it's like a wall of fire smacking you in your face so when you come across a christian in 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 that former life that you used to live you can know immediately if they were real christian men or women right exactly within just a second of speaking with them wow getting near them because you really can't get near them you can't get close it's just like a the holy spirit 
puts a wall of fire around them that will literally knock you back. Wow. Man, I'm telling you what, that is that is a strong testimony. But let's I want to look at this real quick in Deuteronomy. Here here it says in Deuteronomy eighteen, verse nine, it says, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God gives you, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. So those nations were doing things in the land that God had given them. They were already there. And he said, you're going to drive them out, but I don't want you to start doing those abominations. If you don't know what an abomination is, the definition is morally disgusting to God. He's detested by it. Here it is. Thou shalt not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter to pass through the fire. This is uh, this is somebody who, um, this is an, a, a what we would call today abortion. This was a child sacrifice. So this is to pass through the fire. Or that uses divination. That's to gain knowledge and wisdom and direction. Uh, an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer, which is people who try to talk to dead, the dead, which that's not they're talking to demons. They're not talking to dead people, right? Exactly. It says for now, this is what it says in verse 12 for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord your God will drive them out before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. And so it is very clear that if you are in the occult, you are against God. You are an enemy of God. And that's what it comes down to. And uh, you know what? You don't want to be an enemy of God. You don't want to be against the power of God because you are going to lose. Lucifer's already lost, but he he does have a power that he wields, but it's meant to control people. It's meant to hurt people. It's to destroy them. And so uh, what's your what's your question over here uh, for for James? So um, I've been looking and I know uh, as a Christian, um, our goal, uh, our ultimate goal is to have a true relationship with Jesus and get to heaven. Um. I've looked, and uh, what is the enlightenment that I've heard about being a Luciferian? What What is enlightenment goal or the Luciferian path? It's uh, <clears throat> to become a god yourself and to gain power. Mm. That's the total enlightenment of it. Your main goal is to become a god. Is that is that to gain knowledge? Knowledge, All the wisdom, knowledge you can. Knowledge, Just to be wisdom. To become as powerful as you can be, essentially. Exactly. Right, right. Okay. Okay. Anything else? Um, so uh, I, I know we heard this name uh, a lot before in the past, uh, the Anton LaVey. Um, Founder of the Satanic Church. Yeah. Um, so how how heavily is he involved in these, uh, I know we talked about before, the, these sects, the, um, these, the groups uh, that y'all had. It, it, was he uh, heavily involved with, with that or... Um, was it kind of like um, how you have a pastor of a church um, and they will have different campuses and stuff like that? Was it something like that, or was it everyone kind of just had free roam of, of what they would do? Well, his name's very, very highly uh, respected with Luciferians, Satanists, witches, Wiccans, all those things. He's respected, but he doesn't control it all. He was the founder of a Satanic church. Okay. It's a little bit different. Okay. But it's kind of like, like with pastors and churches. Mm-hmm. 
like everybody that had their high priest or high priestess. Right. And that's the person that's over them that teaches you everything and tells you what to do. Okay. Okay. Um, if you had to explain to everybody watching, James, uh, what what would be your definition? How would you describe witchcraft in and of itself? Just as a whole, maybe it's one word, two words, one sentence. How would you describe it to somebody that says, I have no idea what this is? I would describe witchcraft as a, a means to gain power through any means necessary, even if it's hurting people killing people and it ultimately will it's uh, something that's very evil it's bad and you'll always pay the price always somebody's going to pay a price somewhere always um sacrificing is the the people still get sacrificed today um i can't speak on those things okay what about animals do they uh, animals yes okay okay um so, uh, what are the what are the levels of witchcraft? I know you mentioned high priest or high priestess. Um, are there certain degrees or levels of knowledge? And, and if so, what you know what those what do those look like? Uh, basically, it's just you know a beginner. You start out, you're learning, and then <clears throat> you work your way up through different levels. There's really no names for it until you get to a high priest or a high priestess. Okay, so you just got a group of people who are following somebody, and they're in an area. Now, w- earlier we were talking about that these could be doctors, lawyers, lawyers, judges, cops, people from all walks of life. So, so basically, witches and warlocks and all all the like, they could look like somebody that uh, you would think was a very good, wholesome person, just looking on the outside. Exactly, in their appearance, they will be. Right. Even if you go to their house, talk to them, they're going to seem like a really nice person. Really great individual, actually, until wow. you get to know them and that dark side comes out. Right, right. Um, are are they possessed with, with demons, lots of demons? Like when you open yourself up to witchcraft, is do demons truly come in and possess those people and control what they say and do? Yes, 100%. Okay. Um. How did you come to know Jesus? <clears throat> so, tell, tell us, tell us about how you you transferred from from the darkness in the dark world um, into the true light of Jesus Christ. All right, so uh, so I was living down in Clayton, Georgia, and I met these Christians that were real. Like I I couldn't do anything to them, and one of the guys walked up to me and he's like, "I know what you are," and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "I'm not stupid." I know. And he told me Jesus loves me and walks away. I started talking to him throughout town. And uh, a few months goes by, and I had this really awful nightmare. And in the nightmare, I died. And I could see my body, paramedics, ambulances. I could see everything. Going to the morgue, uh, being put in the box with a white sheet over myself. Okay. The uh, corner guy getting me out but when i got to my casket and i thought i was going to go to paradise it it was totally opposite it was hell gnashing of teeth demons screaming pain torment everything bad you can imagine and i woke up 
covered in sweat, almost hyperventilating, and I called him, and I was like, man, I, I need to talk to you. I don't know what's going on. He's like, the Holy Spirit, that's what's going on. He came over and talked to me for, it seemed like all night and all day, and he's like, bro, there's a, there's a better life. What you're doing, you might have some power, but the power of Jesus is way more powerful. Amen. And uh, I decided I decided to start going to church, reading the Bible. I didn't stop that exact day, but so you were still involved in 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 the occult, but you were seeking after, and you started attending church, and you were hearing yes. the word of God. What was the what was the that moment when you realized that I need to get out of this? And and what what was that moment? Was it at a church? Did you hear a, a sermon? Did somebody share a word with you? Tell us about that. So I was uh, going to the Clayton Church of God. Pastor Brian Alexander was the pastor, and he was preaching about hell. And he was talking about witches and warlocks and do not suffer a witch. He started reading all these verses. And he basically said that, you know, if you do these things, you're going to hell. You're against God 100%. I started thinking about it, and I never knew what the Holy Spirit was, but I just got this gut-wrenching feeling of sadness and pain and hate and torment and just hurt. I couldn't describe it. You know, it was, it was so intense. And I went to the altar and I cried and I asked God to forgive me. I broke down. And, and, did, said, and did God forgive you? He forgave me. Amen. He cleansed you. Of everything, even you being in the occult and doing all that stuff, God's power and His blood has the power to Amen. forgive of all that sin. Hallelujah. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. See, that's that's amazing. That's that's really why we want to get. We want to educate people on what the occult is. But I want to tell you, there's no power like Jesus. There's no love like the like the love that Jesus loves us with, and He can break He can break the power of darkness. Amen over your life if you are involved in this i want you to know there's hope for you there is hope for your life right. you don't have to die and go to hell and i believe james god gave you a dream to wake you up to get you to yeah. go down that path you know I, you know people say oh that, that was a nightmare that came from god yeah god was saying this is what's going to happen to you if you keep going down this path if you keep going in the same direction you're going in. Repentance means I'm going to turn and go the other way. And you literally did that. I turned around quick. I mean, you know, I was so deep into it. I got 666 tattooed right here, and I got a pinnacle. For a long time, it was my life until I met Jesus. Amen. Jesus changed every everything. Amen. Every Amen. bit of it. Praise God. <laughs> hey, we listen. We love great testimonies here. Um, you, now, after you got saved, uh, you you needed some deliverance, didn't you? Every bit of it, a lot. So, so, so the casting out of demons and getting rid of some of the stuff it, that some of that stuff took uh, some time, right? Because I know we've had some some deliverance sessions and we've had prayer and we've seen some manifestations of some stuff. And uh, but thanks be to God that the power of Jesus Christ, He came to set the captives free, and Amen. deliver those that are in bondage. And so, um, what? W tell us what it feels like to have some like a, a a supernatural being like that is in your life, like get cast out. Well, um, 
I really don't remember anything from it. Oh, I remember it being in the beginning of it that okay. night at okay. the men's retreat. I remember like feeling a, a pain in my stomach, like a like something grabbing my guts yeah. and holding on for dear life. And I don't remember anything else. So you kind of just blacked out, like almost, like you don't even remember, don't remember that anything. that time. I don't. Remember when did anything. you remember? What time? What point after did you start? Saying, "Oh, I'm aware of what's going on." Uh, when I woke up on the ground and I had like ten people around me, and I could I could feel the power of the Holy Spirit, but uh, I didn't feel down. I didn't feel dragged down anymore. I didn't feel like I had that. Amen. That demon a part of me. Amen. You felt lighter. I felt better, a whole lot lighter, Praise free. God. Yeah, I felt freedom. The feeling of freedom. You know Amen. what's crazy about that is I remember that night, and uh, the fact that you said that you felt like something in your stomach, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, he said, put some oil on your hand, and that's when I reached on your stomach, and I put my hand on your stomach that night, and it got real hot, and I'm like, what? what is this? What is going on? So, man, it definitely, it definitely let go. Whatever had you definitely let go. Amen. So this is a testimony right here. So these are for all the naysayers that say, uh, you can be saved, and but you can't have a demon if you're saved. Mm. Well, I mean, that's just not the case. I mean, he got involved in that witchcraft. God forgave him. He's born again. He's a believer. But nobody has physically looked and said, hey, demon, get out of his life. Get out right now. You can't, you can't be here anymore. So you have to take a stance against those things because they'll stay in torment as long as they can. And they love to live in the realm of ignorance. Like they, you know, you, oh, the, there's no such thing as demons. Christians, they can't be tormented by demons. I don't know who, who demons want to torment more than the believers. Right. Like they're a target. Like they want to go after the believers. Mm -hmm. And so thank God that deliverance is possible through the power of Jesus. And you look at it and you say, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out right now in the name of Jesus. Um, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come in today and be with us in the studio um, because I think Christians need to know. I, and I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this because there's a list of stuff here. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it out, and I just want you to just tell me, is it witchcraft or is it not? Because I've had I've had pe I've had Christian people argue with me, literally that some of this stuff is no, there is no, this is not witchcraft, this is not. But you were in it, right? Yes, so sir, so you can pastor. so you can you can you can verifiably say, oh no, that's has nothing to do with the occult it has something to do with the occult so let's just let's just talk about it, okay um first of all let's just um let's talk about ouija boards is that is that of the That's occult witchcraft, occult so basically you're chatting chatting it up with demons asking them questions they're giving you information 100 percent. there's no that the dead can't talk you're talking to a demon and a demon you might think you're talking to your grandma your uncle cousin sister whatever that's just a demon that was sent to your family to watch your family. It's not. Is that also what they call a familiar spirit? A familiar spirit. It's a demon. They know about your family they know line. About your whole family. Wow, man. See, this is some really strong stuff. What about tarot cards? That's that's witchcraft. They'll call. So they they got the cards and they flip them like they flip them over and they say, "Oh, this is this and this and this." What are they really doing when they read those cards to you? Well, I mean, there's a couple things they could be doing. They they could be trying to 
you know, see who you are. They could be trying to scam you. They could be trying to cast a spell on you. They could be trying to put demons on you because demons attach themselves to people, places, and things. So you're saying objects can actually have <clears throat> demons attached to them? 100%. What, like it could a, could a candle this ring a, a ring a candle a phone anything bracelet bracelet a, mm -hmm. a shirt all it takes is for a hob a, a warlock or a witch to to cast spells on it and and a demon's attached to it and they give it to you here you want this nice fancy ring you want this shirt oh you really like this hat here take it oh hat <clears throat> And a shirt. Anything. Wow. It can be anything. Wow. So th th this stuff gets crazy. What about palm readers? That's the occult. That's witchcraft. Witchcraft. What about crystals? That's witchcraft. Witchcraft. Uh, but, but, but they call them in the store, bro. They call them healing crystals. Yeah, I mean, you think so. You might feel better for a moment. But I guarantee depression, anxiety, they're going to set in and then eventually suicide. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What about what about uh? Somebody says, you know, I got a good book here. It's it's just white magic. We we just we speak we we do good things. We we help people fall in love. We help people. You know, people come to us that are sick, and we 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 say stuff over them, and they get well. Yeah, that's a lie. There's nothing about it white. <clears throat> Any magic, Luciferian Lucifer is the god of magic. And what is Lucifer? He's the devil. He comes to seek, kill, and destroy. Right. So if you think for any second that anything could be associated with him is good. Then then you're deceived already. You're very deceived. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Here's one right here that I have actually had Christian men and women fight me over. Um, sage. Sage is, uh, is it witchcraft or is it just some harmless little bag of stuff that people burn? It's witchcraft. I mean, if, if it wasn't, why would they sell it in a witch store, in a magic store? <laughs> see, that's, see, that's the that's my thing. I'm like, let's the, the common sense this thing, right? Exactly. If you go, like, we went to where was it? Where did we go to that day? What was that? Was it a books a million? We went to a books oh, a million. Oh yeah, the whole witchcraft section. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so 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 on this side of the store, they've got the Bibles, right? Just the Bibles and the and the little you know statues of little angels or a cross or whatever, and they sell it all together. But on the other side, they've got spell books, they've got sage, they've got crystals, they got all that stuff. And I thought, well, if this is of God, then why do they sell that stuff in the witchcraft section? Mm. You know, common sense. So, what does sage actually do? Have you ever have you ever messed with sage before? I've I played around with it. It can be used to summon certain demons slash spirits. So what you're saying is when you light it, it attracts you, bad things. But people people think this is cleansing my home. Oh, it's to ward it's, off. It's it's welcoming. Things oh yeah, let's say to it, ward off. Mm -hmm. It's welcoming spirits. It welcomes spirits. Mm -hmm. My God, my God. All right, so um. What what else what what other stuff um, that that we might may not have covered? What yoga? Is yo can you can you do Christian yoga? Do you know is is yoga part of witchcraft? That's, there's a fine line with it, but anything to deal with <clears throat> chakras and and things like that is is witchcraft. 
Now, if you okay. want to stretch and get in shape, cool, go for it. Right. But if if you're if you're going with chakras and aligning and the your Reich, and yeah. the Reiki, what is it? What's it Reiki? called? Reiki. Yeah. That's witchcraft. Wow. <clears throat> so all of these things are they're, they're not they're not spoken positively about in the Bible. And the Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What if somebody came up to you today and said, this is Old Testament. You know, this is all this stuff in the Old Testament. You know, this is Deuteronomy. That's the law. We, we live under grace now. What, what would be your response to somebody? I would tell them, uh, Jesus actually said, I did not come here to change the law, but I came here to fulfill it. Come on. Amen. Come on. That's strong. So if he didn't come to change it, he came to fulfill it, then that law still applies. It's just it's just fulfilled <clears throat> it's just through fulfilled him. Through Jesus. That's exactly right. That's the word right there. That's that's it right there. And that is a fact. Absolutely. You got a question? Yeah, I got a question. Uh, okay. Off the screen here, but uh, just wanted to ask a couple of different things. Do you think that some Christians are playing both fields, maybe knowingly or blindly? Like, I go to church on Sunday, but I also check my horoscope or mm. study things Zodiac astrology. Yeah. Do you feel like there are Christians that have one foot in the occult and one foot in the church? Well, honestly, you can't be a Christian and have your foot halfway into the occult. You can't. God wants you either hot or cold or he'll spew you out. Right? So, so what you're saying is it nullifies your faith in, in, in Jesus. If you're dabbling in the occult all of that is negated 100 percent. wow my god so you you either play for the team or you don't i mean exactly 100 percent. right you either pick the losing team or the winning team come on come I don't on much like losing myself and we know that lucifer has already been defeated 100 percent. that's right by the power of the cross and what jesus did you got another question what are some of the consequences that you or a person may encounter later in your life from from doing witchcraft yeah okay i see uh demons can torment you follow you around make you think you're crazy drive you to suicide i've tried to kill myself several times my wife found me hanging one night i couldn't take it no more a demon was tormenting me everywhere i'd go he would go he would just torture me pop up in mirrors move stuff i could hear him but i couldn't get away no matter where i went wow and uh, i just finally got to the point i tried to hang myself over it depression. um depression anxiety um people cut themselves so many things you know people go to see a a witch for good health for that moment you might think you're healed you might get a healing for a second but i can guarantee you the hell that you're going to suffer from that from that moment of healing it ain't gonna be worth it so that's interesting that you say that because part of my testimony i was not near uh as into it as you were but i did dabble in sorts of the occult way back in the day i had a lot of issues with my dreams and things like that so i started seeking for answers and the people that were talking to me about my dreams i later know now are part of the occult right and so that's really where 
I kind of started going through the uh, the journey of of astral projection and things like that and uh, lucid dreaming and, and all that stuff. So I understand when you say that. So I'm curious now that you have given your life to God, do you find that you have some issues still in your subconscious when you're one hundred percent? Do things still actively come and try to come against you in your dreams and things like? that? I have nightmares a lot. Okay. A lot. I actually, uh, up until Sunday service, when I got prayed over, I suffered from uh, sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. where I'd be paralyzed in my sleep, and all I could think of was the name Jesus until I came from it. Yeah, you play with these things, you're going to pay for it mm-hmm. eventually. You know, you're going to have bad dreams, nightmares. <clears throat> you're not going to get rest, get sleep. You're not going to have a bit of peace. Mm-hmm. Wow, what would you what would you say to somebody right now um, that's watching this that maybe they've uh, been involved in the occult? What would you tell them, or what would you say to that person to steer them to a new life in Christ? Or what words of encouragement would you give them if you would just look right at that camera right there and just and tell them what would what would be your message? I would tell them to. Uh, you might think for the moment that you have a little bit of power. It might feel like it. But that power is going to come with a price. And at the end of that price, it's going to be hell and damnation and a life that doesn't have any peace. You're not going to have any peace. You're not going to have any joy or freedom. So if I could tell you something, I'd tell you to put down everything you're doing. Go find a real man of God, man or woman of God, and talk to him. Cry it out. Ask God to help you. Beg Jesus to come into your heart in the Holy Spirit and turn 100% away from those things. Come on, come on, yes. Because if you don't, that price you're going to pay lasts forever. Wow, wow. That's a good message right there. Uh, before we before we let you, uh, let you go, and uh, I have to ask this question because Halloween is coming up. And I want to I want to talk a little bit about the difference, if there is any, about celebrating Halloween. And, uh, you know, let's say we're in the Bible Belt, so we're down in the south. And so there's lots of churches who provide a safe space for kids. And, you know, they don't practice witchcraft. They're not doing any of that. So they come get candy, like let's call it a trunk or treat. Um, and they share the gospel and they're 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 ministering to people and they're helping people and they're they're praying for people. Um, is is that considered the same thing as celebrating Halloween? And is there a difference? I, I would like to know to somebody who's actually been involved in it. So it's definitely not the same as celebrating Halloween or All Hallows Eve. It's nowhere near the same because you're sharing the gospel, you're ministering to people. And where Jesus Christ is, demons can't be. Demons tremble and they flee from that name. So there can be no occult thing with it. You're providing a safe space for kids that's on this day there's there's gonna be things happen whether you want it to or not. They're gonna celebrate it. So as a church you're providing a safe haven for them and you're telling people about Jesus. So Noah's it's not a cult. It's not witchcraft. And that's from somebody who used to participate in the actual art and practice of that of witchcraft itself. 
Yes. So, so it's not the same. It's, uh, you know, we've had a lot of people that struggle with that. We've got a lot of Christians that fight this time of year. Like literally they just get in it and they fight it out and you're going to hell if you get candy or you give away a piece of candy or you're going to hell if you do this or this. If your kids put on a Power Rangers outfit, you're burning in hell. I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where, hey, listen, you know what? We need to really get down to is this of the occult or not? And um, that is not an occult thing, you know, that. Now, are you celebrating Halloween? Do you put skeletons out at your house? Are you, um, do you, you literally, you love everything about Halloween? You celebrate death. You celebrate evil. You're, you're having horror movies like demonic movies in your house. Listen, that's, that's a whole different level. Embracing the culture. You know, maybe you're not a witch. Maybe you're not a warlock, but you love everything to do about witches. You love it. You love watching it. You love experiencing it. What about those people that watch that kind of stuff? Can that affect them too? 100%. It's called television for a reason. Tele means to teleport, to go from one place to another really fast. And what's a vision? You have visions with your eyes. When you turn on TVs and you watch stuff about demons and and evil things like that, you're actually inviting things into your home. You've just agreed. 1,000%. Okay. Okay. Well, that listen, this makes a lot of sense. And I don't know about you. This has really helped me today. Um, and I pray it's helped you listen, make a comment on here. Let us know what you, what you think about it. And, um, listen, we're, we're not trying to fight nobody today. I ain't trying to be your enemy. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm just here. We're just here providing some truth. And, uh, you know what? Uh, I think that this is the kind of stuff that the church needs to be talking about. Um, you know, condemning people, being mad at people that, that doesn't help. What, what changed your life, James, was the love of God that came through that man, Jason, through one person. That's right. Through one person. So I want to encourage you today. Listen, you know what you, uh, he, but he looked at you in your eyeball and said, I know what you are I know what and you I ain't are. afraid of you. And he told me, you're yeah. not going to fool me. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Was yeah. His words to me. Wow. And so, but you know what? That was like a. That was like a, it's kind of, that get kind of confrontational just a little bit if you took it the wrong like you'd be like man this guy just said he you know he ain't afraid of me uh you know he knows what I am and he he's not backing down from it and, and but then he looked at me and said Jesus loves you one hundred percent he did and uh, and so that was that was the message you needed to hear wasn't it that was yeah it was right on time because there's no love in Luciferianism it's false love it, it, you might think it's love but it. It's all evil, all hate. There's no love. There's no peace, no joy. Wow. Like Jesus can bring you. Amen. Amen. Well, i tell you what. You got any other questions, PBJ? I don't know. Yeah. I'm good. I, that was very informative for me. I'm telling you right now. We. Well, I mean, this is this has been powerful, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Amen. For sure. Amen. I don't know. Would you, uh, would you be open to coming back and maybe sharing some more at another time with us? Anytime. Awesome. Anytime. Awesome. Listen, I, I just want to say thanks to all of our uh, people that are watching with us and visiting us here at the KTF Podcast. We truly want to bring the light of the gospel. And so I want to encourage you today. Listen, this is what I want. I want you to repent, turn from your wickedness, turn from your sin. Listen, there's no hope in that. Sin is fun for a season, the Bible says, but the end thereof is death and destruction, pain. 
So listen, the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Turn to Jesus. Call on Jesus today. Receive grace and forgiveness at the cross of Jesus Christ. I'm Pastor Shannon Williams. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm reminding every one of you to keep the faith to the finish line. God bless you guys.